This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. I am so excited and happy for you to meet one of our very own Clever Bunch members, Anna Lovera, who is a brilliant business coach supporting aspiring entrepreneurs on their journey. And Anna has such a great story from being raised in Venezuela and then being forced to leave her home country because of its rapidly declining situation politically, socially, economically. And Anna moved her whole family to Canada and also had to quit her high-flying corporate career she'd built up over 20 years to start from scratch. And this episode is amazing because you're going to learn how to deal with roadblocks and challenges and also the importance of gaining customer insights by coming from a place from compassion and humility. So I think you're really going to like this one. So let's dive straight in. Hey, Anna, thank you so much for joining me today here on Basic Bananas Radio. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to, to be here and very thankful to you and to the whole team. And you are one of our beautiful, dear, brilliant Clever Bunch members. And you are also just very brilliant in what you do in your business. You run a business coaching business for aspiring entrepreneurs. And I thought... I really wanted to chat with you and share your knowledge with our audience because I can see a lot of businesses and a lot of people right now starting their own businesses because they're losing their jobs or they just want to do something else. So I thought, who better to talk to than you? So yes. <laughs> the first question I have for you is, is now a good time to start a business? And if so, why? I think that that is such a brilliant question because right now the situation brought about to the whole world by COVID-19 is teaching us so much and we have yet so much to learn. Like every time I talk to people or I hear about a business idea, it opens up so many different possibilities that we have not thought about um, a year ago. You know, recently somebody was telling me about um, doing, uh, creating a website that was half teaching you how to do it and, and half doing two pages for you. And I thought, wow, that is so brilliant because that, a year ago that might have sounded like an incomplete work and now it's brilliant work because we need to teach um, people how to do something because they are maybe not able to afford having everything done for you. And at the same time, as a business, we stay alive and we continue to work. So it is such an interesting landscape. And what you said is also very true. A lot of people are losing their jobs, good people with lots of expertise. Um, and what I do in, in my work and what I do with my coaching is trying to find ways how you can transform that expertise that you used to apply in the corporate world and create a business out of it. Create a business that you can run digitally or out of your house or find a new space in the industry for you. Um, and, and it's really fascinating. And, and I think it, of course, COVID-19 is a very understandable situation, but from a business point of view, I think it has, it's a very, very interesting time that we are living. 
Absolutely. And, and obviously also how we work and how we engage suppliers is changing. So, you know, some, as you say, some very intelligent, knowledgeable, expert people are maybe not able to work for an organization anymore, but they can use their skills to help more organizations than just the one that they were working in. So then it's a matter of setting this up in a way that is sustainable for them. And then looking at, you know, what's the business model, etc. What do you think are some of the biggest roadblocks that people have when they first start out on their own? You know, they, they went from a, a paycheck, you know, every month. I know exactly how much I earn to now. Okay, now I'm doing my own thing. What are some of the biggest roadblocks? I think, I think that um, there is an expression that I really like in the world of coaching, business coaching. We say business coaching is as much as about you as it is about your business. So there are roadblocks that we have at a very personal level because sometimes we feel we have done everything by the book. Why COVID-19 have to happen? Why did I lose my job? All this career that I spent years building. And while that is very human and very fair question to ask, it can also prevent us from seeing other possibilities that are there. And coaching help us through that. And then there is the very let's say, technical aspect of creating a business, discovering how can you turn your expertise and, and in a way that you can offer these services to maybe smaller companies, not a big corporation like you used to work, or maybe do it in a way that can be done digitally that doesn't require you to be there and, and travel great distances to be able to deliver some services. Um, the financial aspect is, is obviously a significant one, is a big one that we cannot ignore. But when we try to apply techniques to help us be productive, when we apply the mindset of, you know, we're going to start growing a business and there's going to be obviously um, challenges on the financial side and we have to cut back on several things but we are doing it with a purpose to create something that we like and we are passionate about, then it can, it can be positive. We can make something positive out of it. Yeah. So I'm hearing a few things here. So one which I completely agree on is one of the biggest roadblocks that people have, not just startup companies, but at any level. And we see this a lot. You know, you would observe this a lot also in our Clever Bunch program is mindset. It's yes. really really working on, on your mindset and, and it's one of the, the biggest roadblocks is, is people maybe not believing that they can do it or not believing that they have the skills to do it. So mindset is, is one thing I'm hearing. Then purpose is something else I'm hearing that you share. So, you know, when, when you do maybe get to a challenge, if you have real clarity on your purpose, it will be easier to get through that. And then also potential, yeah. The, same, the, the third thing I'm hearing also that you said is, is just financially, you know, understanding, okay, what can I do? What can't I do? And so a good thing is probably to set targets and then work backwards from there. Correct. Yes, I think this is something and this is something that, that um, I've been working on based on some of the classes that we have already seen in the Clever Bunch. It is in, in my corporate career, we learned to work with measurable objectives. And this is like engineering one-on-one, right? Um, but it had never occurred to me until 
recently until I myself started on this journey that not only we measure objectives because we take a device and we, we, and we take the pulse of how our business is going, but we try to define how many products I need to sell or how many customers I need to engage or how many courses I need to sell or sessions of coaching um, if I want to get to this amount. And is this amount going to take me where I want to go because I'm starting and it's going to become just a, a step for me to go to the next level. And this is what I meant when I said we have to understand that this is a transition. And I think it's some of the things that we work through the coaching um, that, okay, we've lost our job because COVID-19 happened. And obviously the landscape of our finances is changing. But if we turn that into, it's no longer something terrible that happened to me, but it's now the transition for me to create a business and for me to create something that has purpose, then it can help you deal with those difficulties. Because obviously it is difficult. We're not going to pretend that it's easy to not have the same income that you used to have and the security of a job. But the mindset can go a long way to help you go through that time and, and the objectives with measurable and targets, with measurables and targets, it's, it's really such a wonderful way to look at it because it keeps you active. It's almost as if you are playing a sport and you're scoring and your team is scoring and, and you can really get energy out of it. Yeah, I love that so much. And I would actually love to hear a little bit about your journey because you also, you were working in, in corporate and then you took the leap. Would you like to share a little bit how you did it and why did you do it and how, how was it? <laughs> Yeah, it it was it was um, definitely not something that I planned. It that's why I was telling you before. You can be angry because you can feel I have done everything by the book. So I I spent twenty years in the corporate world. Um, Twelve of those years I was sent um, on international assignments to Asia. I'm originally from Venezuela, from Latin America, and for twelve years I was away from my country. Um, but when the company sent me back, it was the job of my dreams. Um, and I went back to my home country. The, the, the country felt apart so rapidly. In, and it was an unrecognizable to me how it, how it had changed. And um, to the point where I realized I can no longer keep my family here <clears throat> because it's not safe anymore. And I was holding on to my job, number one, because... I felt I have worked so hard for it. How can I give it up? Um, number two, the company has given me so much development. How can I repay them by leaving when things became difficult? And, um, but there comes a time in your life when you realize what matters the most and what matters the most is your security and the security of your family. And so it was a very difficult decision, but we 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 finally I left my job and we moved to Canada and when I landed in Canada you can imagine it was completely different environment so we can feel safe but all of a sudden I'm newly unemployed I, I haven't been unemployed for 20 years I don't know 
how I should even feel. How would I start to pick up the pieces and why? You know, there's a great deal of anger. Why are you back at square one when you have done everything by the book, you have worked so hard? And I can imagine that a lot of people might be feeling something like that today um, because of COVID-19 all over the world. So many businesses have had to let good people go. And um, so what I did, I struggled. I'm not going to tell you it was all pretty because I struggled for a while because anger couldn't let me see the possibilities that I had in front of me. I felt that there was not a job um, here in Canada that I would like. Um, and, and I was basically not interested in, in opportunities that came out. And then I remember uh, uh, the only thing that I think got me through it is at the beginning is the conviction that I had to rebuild something that I couldn't just, you know, I probably was going to allow myself to be sad and angry about it for a while, but I had to rebuild. Um, and I keep reminding myself of a quote that I love that says, um, it was written in the last century by a Venezuelan philosopher by the name of uh, Arturo Usler Pietri. And he said, the ultimate goal of education is to teach individuals that the solution to all the problems lies within yourself. And I keep reminding myself of this thing because I said, Anna, you've gone through school, you read books, you've gone through a 20 year career. This cannot be the end for you. It might be unfair, it is tough, it's, we don't like it, but this cannot be the end for you. And um, thinking about the question someone asked me the other day, what is the greatest um, advice that someone has given me in business? And especially now as a business owner is to refuse, let your expertise and, and your, your ego and your career and everything that you have accomplished, refuse to let that answer for you and let the human answer for you. And, and, and try to find the, the answer to what has happened to me from a place of, you know what, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to take my knowledge and I'm going to learn coaching and I'm going to build something out of this. I'm not going to feel anymore as, as Anna, the director, Anna, the manager, Anna, the boss. That is a beautiful um, phase of my career and my life that is now um, in the past and I'm gonna create something new. And I think that helped me a lot. And, and it's part of the story that I share now with my clients and people who approach me looking for help to go through their own difficulties that they might be going through right now. And I said to them, look, I never, I, I, of course I look back at my career with gratitude and, and I feel fortunate of everything that I learned, but I have never been happier in my professional life as I am right now as a business owner and an entrepreneur, because it gives you the freedom to create your own direction, to say, this is what I'm going to do. And, and I'm going to do it in this way and I'm going to help these people and I'm going to, to, to create now uh, uh, the next phase of my career in this way. It was very humbling. It was, for me, I think a quantum leap in terms of understanding um, what others are going through so I could help them. Yeah, wow, that is such a, a great and inspiring story because as you say, 
that situation that you had? How many years ago was that when you moved to? That was, uh, it's going to be three years soon. No, it's, yeah, it's going to be three years soon. So three years ago, you went through even probably more drastic change than a lot of people are going right now with not only losing your job, but moving your whole family to a completely new country, new language, new environment, new food. It's, I mean, Canada is a very new climate. Canada is yeah. very different to Venezuela and you had to leave your, your home. That yeah. you, you were basically forced to leave to rebuild and, and you've, you've done it. And that's such a great story to, to share with our audience right now. And I love that quote, the quote that you shared from this Venezuelan writer, author or philosopher. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was a writer. I, I really love him. He, he said so many brilliant things. But this is one that I have kept with me um, for a long time. And it, it's really true. Education is teaching you that the solution is within yourself. Yes, and I was just thinking when you read it out that you know the, the purpose of education is to teach us how to tap into what we already know inside. For your kids, I'm sure that's what you do with them, right? You, you help your kids understand that they have everything inside. Definitely, definitely. And, and, and it's a beautiful thing, I guess. Nothing happens, you know, if, if you put your heart and mind to it, the things that happen to you, even the difficult ones, can become a lesson and can become... Um, a step for you to grow because for my kids I cannot imagine you know when I was 16 or 17 years old I was I have not lived any half of the things that they have that they have experienced um, and and many kids as well today you know when we think about our clients and we are coaching someone who is going through this transition we think about the family too. There, there is a spouse, there are parents, there are children that are, that are all impacted. So when, and this is probably my motivation, when we help this person and this person overcomes whatever he or she is going through and you start to see the shift in the mindset and you start to see that they are actually gaining purpose and starting to realize that they can actually make it. I cannot help but to think about the impact to that family and to their loved ones, because it's a beautiful thing. You know, you are not only helping this person um, find their own answers and find their own path, but the impact to their loved ones and their community is, is really great. Absolutely. Yeah, it, I love that you're sharing this with our audience because so many people will walk away from this particular episode so inspired. Now, obviously, we always talk about marketing here because that's our specialty and that's what we what we love to share and what we're known for. So do you want to share some of your best marketing that you have used for your business and even for your clients and also throughout the Clever Bunch, obviously? Oh, Francisca, I... First of all, I have to tell you, before I, I had the opportunity to, to go to the Blast Off workshop and learn about basic bananas, in my mind, there was only done-for-you marketing, which I could not afford. And I, I'm very nerdy, so I would not be able to, to deal with I, I, I wouldn't think of a way how I would make it work because someone would try to design something for me that I would not understand. And so I 
it had not occurred to me, <laughs> it had not occurred to me that there could be marketing mentoring to teach me to do it. And when I saw it, that's why I was captivated. And, and the thing that I think the most significant thing that I have learned so far, we've learned a lot of things, but being a coach and a consultant, a lot of what I do is create content. And when I, my education and my 20 years in the corporate world, when I write a report, when I write a, a piece, an article or something, it was very technical. I was not selling anything to anybody. I was not attracting anybody. This was very technical. This is how, what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. And when you become an, an entrepreneur and your business is your knowledge and you start to learn about marketing research and how to identify um, your client and what they need and what their troubles are, the way to incorporate that into the content that I create has been the greatest learning for me in 2020 because I had no idea of this. And, and if you are listening to this and you are a consultant, a coach, and this is really something that I, it's a realization for me. Because when we, when we work with products and we go and we do marketing research and we think about our clients and we know our brand, what do we do? We go and we create a package around that product and we make it look the way we think it will be attractive for our clients. That happens in a knowledge-based business. That has to happen in your content. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what was salesy versus what was authentic. I didn't have the language to say these things. And to have learned that for me, it's, it's a quantum leap. I, I feel that now I am connected. I'm connected to my content, content and my content is connected to my clients. There is a symphony there that wasn't there before. And this has been 100% the Clever Bunch because I have, honestly, I can tell you, I, I knew that I needed to do something. I have not the slightest idea how to do it. I love that. And, and just recently I was reading one of your pieces on LinkedIn and you were ex exactly doing that. You were sharing your story and lessons on your LinkedIn profile and you had so much engagement on that post. You had, I don't know how many comments and likes and, and you were doing, you were authentically connecting with your audience and not selling anything, but being helpful, which in return will make people talk about you and you will get people that want to work with you because of you sharing so authentically. Yes. And, and really it's, it's been like, we could, we could talk for hours about the things that we have learned, but the, the beautiful thing about this is it makes you think about what is to come, you know, what you haven't yet discovered, what you haven't yet learned that is going to help you grow even more. Yeah. I love that so much. And I'd love to finish up with my question, which I often ask, our our visitors our guests here which is if you could only share one tip with fellow business owners what would you like to leave them with i think oh i will try to make this quick <laughs> but um one thing that i have learned very recently um in this journey of being a, a business owner is when your business is an expertise you need to resist the urge to 
act like an expert or answer, answer like an expert. You know, when someone, a potential client talks to you about what's happening to them and you are an expert on the field, your tendency is to say, yeah, I got that. This is the solution. And you are missing the opportunity to listen so much more and to observe so much more of what is happening because we always talk about changes in our industries and changes in the needs of our clients. And those are precisely the opportunities to learn what those changes are. And if we let the expert inside of us take over, we are not letting ourselves to learn what could be there. So listening and, and observing the client from a place of compassion and from a place of humility, I think is one of the greatest advices I have had in the last three years that I have been on this journey. And, and I hope it helps um, uh, the people listening us today. I love that. And, and we need more of that. You know, we need more people that are able to, I love what you say here, to listen from a place of compassion and humility. And I think as business owners, if we can do that more, we will pick up so many different nuances of what our customers and our clients need so that we can refine the business. Yeah. And, and also back to your point before, create content that connects with them, not content that we think we need to publish, but content that we know this is really going to help and connect with people. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and with the situation that we are living right now, the landscape has changed so much. So I think we have to look at our business. We have to look at our clients with the eyes of a traveler. Like when you arrive in an exotic place that you have never seen before and, and you are looking at so much detail trying to discover what is new within the, the familiar things that you might know there. So that is definitely something that I hope um, people can, can connect with and, and it can serve them and can find, can find it useful. Yeah, definitely. This, this has been such a great episode. I'm so grateful that I had you join us. And if people would love to connect with you, where is the best place? Analovera.com or LinkedIn? Or where would you like for people to check you out? I, I think um, analovera.com, that's the best place. Uh, my blog is there and the description of my services as well. And I love to connect with people and, and to have calls where we can just talk about what's going on and what your ideas are. And also LinkedIn, um, Ana Lovera, you can find me there. And in Instagram, Ana Lovera M at the end. I'm also there as well, trying to post something that hopefully will add value to, to the people following me. Great. Amazing. And, and one more quick thing. I, I was going to just finish up now, but I did just remember one more thing I wanted to share also with our audiences and what I'm seeing with you and, and why you are running a successful company and you're being able to help so many people is because one of your amazing traits is that you always show up. You always show up. I mean, right now it's 10 o'clock at night for you, 10.30 now, and you always show up for yourself, for your business and for your customers, for your clients. And just that alone, showing up and then coming from a place of compassion and humility is what I'm observing with you and what I know will not only make you like just, you know, the person that the go-to person in this space, but also keep your heart smiling. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. And for the listeners, thank you also for taking the time to tune in. And if you love this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or 
if you want to leave us a review we love reviews we love five star reviews in fact so if you want to leave us a five star review thank you so much and thanks for working on your businesses and staying positive and and tuning in it means so much to us so thank you thanks anna thank you thank you very much to get more from basic bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing visit basicbananas.com